You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. Hello, everybody. How are you doing? Welcome to Ask Broman or the Broman podcast episode uh, 108. 108. Uh, this is, for me, this is week, um, I guess, are we in week, we are in week seven of, uh, of me, of being in at home. Um, you know, uh, it's, it's been a wild ride and I thought it would be another time. It'd be another great time to, uh, to have chat, be the guest and talk about life and stuff and just sort of, um, just sort of like connect with each other. Cause that's how this podcast started. If you've been listening since the beginning, which by the way, I've been getting lots of tweets and I just wanted to say like, thanks to everybody who's like going back and listening through the entire catalog. That's uh that's wild. Um, but I do appreciate that you're doing that. So that's what I got Uh, chat. If you have a question or if you want to call in, as always, the discord is available. Um, Discord.gg slash bro, man. But yeah, what do we want to talk about tonight? Chat. <laughs> I am not amazed anymore by Ben's luck, dude. My luck is just excellent. Um, my day to day, my day up today, we've been talking uh, about this earlier, but it was like a frustrating day and the same kind of day that happened before we had Akira on the podcast. And um, and anytime I have like a really, really hard day, I always try to remind myself over and over again that um, that like there must be something. It makes me look extra, extra hard, right? at at what's happening that day and it's like there has to be something inside of all of this bullshit like there's a why here and i can't see it so i told myself that a lot today because it was hard to get here to do the podcast even though it's in my fucking house um so rogue dayman says what's been helping you keep your sanity while staying at home um so i have been i have been trying all of the shit at my house that and the question goes back to you too, chat. What have you been doing to keep your sanity? Um, for me, I've been trying all of the new things. Um, off stream, right? So like on stream, I've been really lucky. So first of all, first of all, backing all the way up, all, all of the way up. I'm very lucky because I still have a job and I'm doubly lucky that my job is playing video games, right? <laughs> um, so to, to to fucking go all the way out, I'm very lucky that, you know, my my the thing that most people are doing to escape is also my career. So I've been also trying to focus a lot on feeling grateful for that. Um, but uh, the stuff I've been doing is all the all the shit around the house that I was like, I'll take time to do that eventually. Uh, you know, I, I had some books that were sent to me uh, from a friend and. Um, and I've been trying to read through those. Um, and reading is a new habit for me. I've been doing, um, I've been doing, uh, uh, yoga, which is something I always promised myself I'd do, but I was too busy with all my strength training. And I was like, I'm just going to fucking lift heavy things. Um, and then now I can't do that. And four weeks of sitting on my ass in this chair and, and like relatively no additional movement. I was like, I have to do something. So I started I started and this is the yoga program I recommend for everyone. OK, chat. Are you ready? I'm about to shill the fuck out of my yoga program. Do you want to know what it's called? It's called open up 
YouTube and type in whatever in your body hurts and then the word yoga. That is what I have done. I have pioneered the way to (laughs) to get tailored yoga treatment into your body every fucking day. Um, (laughs) But like, I'm not I'm not I'm actually not not kidding. Uh, Every time I've ever done yoga before, it's always been like a really general practice. Um, And I never felt like I got what I needed out of it. Doing things this way, I feel like immediately I noticed the benefits um, anyone who was here the first day I started this, I'm trying to do it every day. Um, even if it's like 10 minutes, um, I did like this, this thing that was supposed to be like really great, like deep hip stretch and back. And I was all morning. I was just sitting here, like just shitting on it. I spent 40 minutes. It was hard. I got sweaty. That's, uh, phrasing, uh, <laughs> It was difficult. And so I, I but I came upstairs and I was like, I don't feel like my hips are any more loose at all. And then halfway through the stream, I like went to stretch my leg and I was I'm used to like, you know, you get used to your body and you're like, oh, fuck, I'm hitting this wall where my my hip won't move anymore. OK. And then so I, I was like, I'll just, you know, stretch. And so I swung my leg out and it smacked the side of my desk for like the first time. I've I've never ever had had like enough mobility to accidentally hurt myself. Um, so it, 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 then I realized it was actually really effective. So I should probably keep doing it. Um, so, yeah, the the Google what hurts and yoga strategy has been working really well. Um, I've been picking up reading. There's been a shit ton of games that came out, right? We had uh, Final Fantasy VII Remastered, which was our Final Fantasy VII Remake, not Remaster. Um, and if you haven't played it yet and you're a fan of Final Fantasy, play it. It's phenomenal. Um, so that was great. We had Doom. I'm about to list everything that came out while we were in quarantine, and it's going to hurt your head. Uh, we had Doom Eternal. Uh, we also had Animal Crossing, which I had never played before, but came out at the perfect time, uh, because that game is like, uh, it's like weaponized relaxation. (laughs) It's right there for you. Um, so, so we had that, um, man, and then so many updates, so many DLCs, um, like legitimately uh i still feel mentally like it's march 3rd and this has all just been one big day um and that's been that's been a little wild um could you imagine if cyberpunk never got delayed i would probably not be doing this podcast right now i would be nose deep in cyberpunk um (laughs) yeah uh, about the yoga, did you dive specifically into anything or do you start with beginner? I always I always go with. Like, you know what the keywords are, right? Like uh, or maybe you don't like so my my idea is if I'm getting into yoga, I'm going to look for words in the YouTube videos that says like beginner or relaxing because or for stress or whatever, because those things always sort of tend to give you like the beginner or the or the here you're going to lay on your back for half an hour and stretch you know um it would be wild march felt like an eternity and april's been going by pretty fast 
I wish I mean, I everyone experiences time differently, right? April's felt like three years to me. <laughs> it's nuts. Um, so are you, t- are you talking about Harambe? Uh, Diddy. Um, so so, yeah, we're doing the yoga that uh, Amy and I have been we, Amy and I are lucky enough to have, you know, we've been waiting to try and finish our back the backyard in our house for a while. Uh, and we finally started that before they kind of shut everything down. So that's getting finished. So we've kind of had that to watch. Uh, it's Christmas in two days. You're right. Um, <laughs> you're right. Wow, it is. I have to get all my Christmas jokes ready. Um, I thought about doing a Christmas special stream and chat. And I really I was like, man. I am absolutely not. I don't want to. I want to save that for if we're all stuck inside in like July. Um, <laughs> uh, my Christmas special was me sitting in a chair drinking scotch while listening to Christmas music. Uh, so it's not like uh, it's not like it would take a lot. I feel like it's more of a cop out stream. Um, anyway, <laughs> that's like a whole other thing. Um, so reading yoga uh streaming games um and binging the fuck out of some tv dude holy shit uh we watched tiger king uh that was awesome we finally got into a whole bunch of shows we never watched but we've always wanted to check out like kingdom and uh man kingdom is so good and uh ozark you know i watched all clone wars we started clone wars um Finally, that's been great. <laughs> it's been really fun. Um, I've I've also I've also passed a lot of time by. Um, I guess I realized that this is sort of an opportunity to take a break like an adult. This is the closest thing. To for that for me, especially since Amy and I don't have kids. Um, this is the closest thing I'm ever going to have to like an adult spring break or like an adult summer break. So I better take full advantage of it. Like I don't, the thing that I thought about last night was I don't want to look back on myself in five years and be like, you did not relax as much as you could have, you idiot. Um, and so I'm trying to, um, I'm trying to figure out, you know, uh, you know, I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out ways to sort of force myself to relax and then deal with um, deal with, you know, I guess problems or thoughts or like patterns of behavior that I have that I don't like, but I've never really had the time to work on it. You know, like, I, I yeah, I don't know. It's hard. to It's hard to describe, but there's a lot of stuff that I just needed to. You know, we all have that list, right? We all have that list of like emotional shit that we have to deal with at some point in our life. Um, you know, <clears throat> we all have those things that have gone undealt with. And this this like isolation or the semi isolation of what everyone seems to be going through right now is kind of it's kind of like a perfect storm for bringing those ideas out. And I decided that I wanted to just sort of face them all down instead of what I usually do, which is like fucking smash it. 
and ignore it and don't deal with it and stop feeling feelings. You have shit to do. Um, and since the last part of that statement wasn't true, <laughs> like I don't have shit to do all the time. Um, I started dealing with it. Right. Um, and it's been, it's been, it's been tough obviously because I don't care what anyone's telling you. If anyone is telling you that you should be taking, and this is, please don't take what I'm saying is this either. If anyone's telling you that you need to like tackle every day, don't feel your feelings. You should be whatever. All of what you want is here. Also, you need to feel your feelings sometimes and and process what's going on. So like, it's all, uh, it's all a balance. These are the things I try to do to distract myself. Um, but what about you, Chad? What have you been doing to sort of, do you have any tricks? Do you have any tips <laughs> for anyone else? Any, anyone, anyone else who's going to listen to this tomorrow? They can't be here. Amy and I had our first kind of like really weird day where like we've been kind of handling everything really well. And I feel like this is happening to, to folks the longer this goes on. Like everyone has a day where it's sort of not fun anymore. And this maybe doesn't apply to like anyone who's directly dealing with it. But I think that the mentality of like, oh, I'm at home like I'll enjoy myself. I'll like watch all the shit I want to watch. And you sort of like go through your your list and you think, oh, I wanted this time to deal with all this stuff or to watch all this content or like whatever the hell it is. And you come to a point where that there's an ending to that because fundamentally we all want to engage with each other and like, you know, make the world a better place and like whatever it is that drives you to get out of bed every day. Right. That that changes, you know, you start to realize that taking a break from everything is awesome, but you start to, you know, you start to miss everything else. And we definitely started to have that. Um, and I realized, you know, I'm busy as shit. <laughs> Everyone on the rare drop side of things, it's been very hectic with dealing with, you know, canceling the physical event for GCX and, and creating the, the, the event that we're now having later in the year. That's like a closed set, uh, type game dev thing and scheduling the marathons. Like I've been really busy. And once all that stuff sort of lined up and things slowed down, this is what started happening mentally. And it made me realize that there's many people are probably going through the exact same thing. Um, you know, I'm also very lucky that I don't mind spending a shit ton of time with Amy. That's kind of, that's kind of been something that's been great about our relationship is we both love to binge watch TV. So if, if I come downstairs and I'm like, I need to shut off and watch TV, she's like, I hear you, let's do it. Um, and then we watch TV for eight hours and then fall asleep. (laughs) which I realize probably sounds like an ultra vacation to folks who are dealing with kids. And like I said, at the beginning, I realize I'm very blessed that, that we don't um, have kids right now. Uh, which is wild <laughs> to say because of how hard we've been trying. So it's interesting, right? Everything's in flux. Everything's changing. Um, uh, Jiro says, uh, not having a break from the people you're around can be a problem. Uh, and also not having a break from yourself if you're by yourself can also be a problem. Yeah, I mean, there's something to be said about the physicality of 
leaving your home to do anything, right? Like the things that I see people write in chat now are like, I miss paying someone to put food in my hands or like, I miss going to the gas station to get a candy bar or like, I miss to, I miss going to sports. Like, first of all, yeah. If you're a sports fan, holy shit, bud. Uh, we got the draft <laughs> coming up. That's the first sports that have happened in a long time. Um, you know, and then there's folks out there where life is relatively unchanged or other than it being much more scary because you're an essential worker. And there's so many things going on. The draft is tonight. The draft is tonight. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. It's a real it's a crazy March 57th, isn't it? Um. <laughs> Yeah, so you can really you can really drill down too much. It's important to figure out ways to take breaks. Uh, Russell Texas, I take the family for a car ride every couple of days so we they can get out of the house. Um, that's actually that's something that Amy and I um, this past weekend we found out that our 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 favorite ramen place has in Tampa. Um is was like doing pickup delivery and they never did that. So we made a plan like, okay, we are gonna plan this night and we're going to, you know, get sake from them and we're going to get ramen and we're going to like have a date night at the house. And that felt really awesome. It was actually the first time things felt normal to me in like seven weeks. So with what you can, it's definitely worth in my opinion, taking the time to sort of craft an experience for yourself, right? So that you can, you, you have planned something for you to take a break, you know, like a mini vacation in your own home. Um, that helped us a lot. Taking a drive was a huge part of that. You know, it was not close getting to drive on the highway, see the sunset. <laughs> it felt really fucking special, you know? I was actually so freaked out to drive. Holy shit. I started driving and uh, I was like too fucking fast. This is all too fast. <laughs> I was like, oh, it's so slow. I was like, oh, driving so slow. Um, it was wild. <clears throat> oh, my gosh. Um. One thing, uh, one new thing or one thing that's new is I start to get super anxious when I go to shop for anything. I don't enjoy being around lots of people now, whereas before I didn't really care. I miss crowds and it's weird that they scare me now. Right. <laughs> it's weird, right? Like I wouldn't want to be in a crowd right now. But. Uh, oh, this was brought up to me like this morning. Was it this morning? Um, yeah, I think so. Uh, this was the weekend of like the world coffee expo and Amy and I were going to go there with, uh, you know, some of the rest of the team and their wives from Kings coast. Uh, I think it was going to be me and Pete and Wayne and Fran and Abby and Kevin and Danielle, I think, but like, it was going to be like a whole thing, right? We were going to go take Kings coast and all we've been doing um and and kind of show it off to the coffee world uh and and we were really ready for it this year and it was going to be a huge moment right um 
And I had completely forgotten about it. And Wayne, Wayne was like, hey, I just got this notification on my phone that says check into hotel for coffee expo. And like all that's not happening. Right. Like it's. It's weird, like there's moments where it feels extra weird for everyone. That's a bummer. It is. And this is the weird intersection. And I feel like everyone is at this place and I don't know what's going to come out of it. I don't know if it's going to make everyone more empathetic or not. But like, I'm so bummed that the coffee expo like isn't happening. Right. But I have to balance like my frustration. Anytime I feel bummed out about anything, I think about all the things that are going good and how maybe someone else is really having a shit time right now. And then you're like, you have this like this resistance to feeling bad, like this guilt of like you shouldn't feel bad. And you know how I am, Chad. I don't I don't usually <clears throat> worry too much. Um, you know, I think that your problems are your problems, but it's easy. It's easy for that. That thought is more compatible now because it's really obvious how bad it is and how good it is. And it's in such stark comparison and it's happening all the time and it's it's all being documented in a unique way. Um, you know, the entire travel, hospitality and convention world is on freeze. And in the meantime, all of the all of the people who are working essential jobs are working really hard. And doctors and nurses and any hospital staff are are working more than they ever have in their entire life. And it's a very scary situation. And all of this is happening at the same time. And it's very difficult to parse mentally. You know, it really, really is. Um, but that's something I've been again, like that's the I try to take time to think through it because I want to I want to wake up every day and I'm not achieving this by any sh short measure um, and be in the right mindset to come on and make people laugh. Um, and some days I've done a great job and some days I've been a grumpy piece of shit and it's been hard to shake and it's all kind of why I love live streaming because you get to, you get to see the experience live. You get to see someone else deal with absolutely like a, a different set of problems <laughs> than you have live. It's it's made me incredibly empathetic. I guess all of this, you know, it is, uh, it's wild. Um, <clears throat> And there's a lot of and and as some of you are pointing out in chat, there are a lot. This is bringing a lot of social issues to the forefront. This is bringing a lot of everything. It's put everything on the table again <laughs> for for everyone. And it's negotiation time. And we're all going to figure out what we want to be. Going forward, and it is it is wild. It really is. Um, you know. <laughs> if you're having a good time or a bad time uh, and you need a laugh, I like to share memes. Memes have been an incredibly special part of <laughs> of my uh, of my quarantine journey. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, because I find that that humor humor is how I deal with everything. So memes are great. It's like little like little popcorn snacks of of a break um electronic communication is it's made very clear that electronic communication alone is not enough for me at least 
I think that this has made us all really powerfully aware of what we need to connect to the world around us. Um, and I think that's really important. And I think that as a culture everywhere in the world, people are making decisions right now about what matters that will become the moral underpinnings of everything after this. <clears throat> <laughs> man chat i just uh i just want to i'll just i'll just highlight all these guys messages here on stream for you uh <laughs> so in the middle of this conversation uh we have this guy um and that actually serves to make a great point. Uh, if you're listening, that guy just came in here and uh, called me a cuck lord, which I've never been called before. Um, um, but some people are not handling this very well and they're lashing out. And that's an example of that. Uh, Trumblebot says, uh, as a professor at a community college in New York that serves uh, working class black and Latino students primarily and immigrants, uh, I appreciate your taking time to think about this experience with different backgrounds of individuals going through this. Uh, like it obviously isn't like New York City everywhere, but uh, depending on where we're at, we have to be, depend on one another to recognize that different folks are dealing with different shit throughout the country. I mean, yes. Um, one of the things that I've been following a lot that is like just shattering my heart and I'm trying to f f wrap my mind around how to help. Um, it's like everybody that's in prison right now. Um, everyone that is locked up. Like. For minor offenses or whatever the fuck. Uh, which is disproportionately affecting the same community that that, you know, you're teaching at your college. It's like a fucking death box <clears throat> and I hate it. Um, and I, uh, you know, I've seen people starting various sort of like charitable or GoFundMe efforts to like bail out anybody who has bail so that they're just not in this Petri dish. Like there are a lot of fucking problems. Um, um, uh, you know, anybody who anybody who is completely dependent on someone else to take care of them. So that includes like nursing homes would be classified in the same place like you're in prison you have to have people come and bring you food and let you out and all that other shit because that's what it is it's the same kind of situation like you're medically dependent on people to come in and get you food and let you out um and and like there are people who are really vulnerable right now and and as a society we are going to make decisions and we have to make decisions about the value of those people and how we treat them with value because i don't think anybody believes that because of your station in life or because of a tiny mistake or because you're old or because you're incarcerated. Um, I, I don't think anybody thinks that that should be a death sentence. And that's something that I, I have sort of seen universal acceptance for, <laughs> um, or larger amounts of acceptance for than I ever have before, like on social media and the places where I'm consuming information. Um, you know, I, I am doing the best I can to take everything in so that in the future I can help be part of making sure it doesn't happen like this again. Um, you know, that's another way that I deal with it. 
So I, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's so important for all of us to realize the experience of everyone around us, especially like this, like what I'm going through has its unique challenges. And I try really hard, especially right now, not to like get on stream and complain about it, but like every, like everybody's industry's changed. Right. Um, but there's, there are legitimately terrifying things happening and, and being aware of all of it is important and stressful. <laughs> and like, um, like Akira the Don said, we are every day, we're at the peak of recorded human history and we're making choices that will define the whole future. So, I mean, if anything, <laughs> like I said, we were just going to sort of talk about whatever tonight. I hope that I hope that this part of the conversation, which is scary, and I really have been trying to not bring too much of it in to this, but I feel like now's the right time to talk more deeply about it. You know, if there's anything to take away from this, it's that there are people who are having dramatically different experiences than you right now. Um, but the precursor cause is the same and figuring out how to have empathy around that is very important to being able to connect <laughs> with everybody else with what's going on and um and to really process for yourself like this is what is happening perspective always makes perspective always makes everything make more sense um and until you have that perspective uh, it's really hard for you to make the right choices and the right choice in any situation is the choice that <laughs> most greatly benefits everyone that is around. Um, you know, at least that's what I believe. That's a very, that's a deep philosophical rabbit hole. Like what does being made, what does the right choice mean? But that's my philosophy. Help everyone around you as much as you absolutely can. And that's the right choice. Um, <clears throat> so I hope that helped, <laughs> but that's, what's been going on with a uh, quarantine stuff for me and how I've been staying sane. Um, <laughs> and, and there's a lot of different ways. This is so funny. Cause Mel, this is going to be a departure, but like we're doing a giveaway right now uh, to like, to do like Xbox game pass stuff, but there's so many different aspects to like dealing with this, right? Like, we just had this really heady conversation about like trying to create equity and, and treat people well. And on the other side of the spectrum, there is like what I do on a day to day basis and what a lot of folks on Twitch do, which is entertain people. Right. And that's important, too. It's important to make people laugh and to have access to laughter or play. You know. Our entire structure of thought is built on play ever since we were a kid. You know, that's like how we learn to interact with the world around us. Play is important. And now for most adults, their primary forms of, of play are gone and it's fucking tough. You know, entertainment is really, really important right now. Um, and I don't I mean, like, fuck, I can't tell you the last time I gave enough of a shit about what was on Netflix. <laughs> to check what was coming out like in the next seven days on Netflix. Like it's, yeah, I am like, what, what do I have? Um, and, and, the uh, and Tremblebot makes a great point. Media is serving a fantastic, it's serving as a fantastic way to connect us. Um, 
right now. Everyone is experiencing the same media because of the way social works. Like, like I don't know a person on the planet that hasn't watched Tiger King at this point, including my own goddamn parents who do not watch that kind of stuff. That's very like that's so far on the intense spectrum for my parents. Right. Um, um, and if you haven't watched it, I would say at this at this point, it probably carries a level of cultural significance and you might want to care. You might want to watch it. Um, <clears throat> um, or like people catching up on Mad Men, things like that. People are reconnecting um, with media. And most of the time, and this is an interesting thing I wanted to point out. Um, most of the time when you're going back through your catalog of things that you want to watch. What are you going to watch? You know, for me, it's been things that my friends and family have told me they enjoyed that I have not been able to make time to do. Right now, I have nothing with time. And the first choices I made were all of the things my friends and family told me to check out because it was a way to connect with them. Um, <laughs> and I think that's uh, I think that. I think that there's important importance to that, um, you know, reading the same stories, hearing the same, you know, songs, whatever it is, allows you to sort of bridge the gap because, you know, someone is experiencing something with you, which is also why live streaming is, I think, doing so well. <laughs> it can be a bit heady. Mr. Robot, I've heard that so many times. I imagine I will be able to add that into the list. Um, I just watched good. Good Omens is really good. It's really solid. Finally watched Picard says house. I finally watched that too. Beautiful. I loved it. I've heard devs is incredibly important and worth watching. This is the part of the podcast where you're going to come back and like hit the back 15 seconds thing and be like, oh shit, what was that? Um, Picard was great. I've been watching Ragnarok. Dark is awesome. Uh, good omens, like I said earlier, the boys is solid. If you haven't seen that, yeah, give recommendations, chat. This is gonna be the part of the podcast where like everyone's like, yeah, it's gonna be that. Um, yeah, the boys is really, really interesting. Uh, blood blockade battlefront. Okay, I don't know what that is, but those sound cool. Um, yeah. Uh, now it's <laughs> if you want to have a surreal experience, you could always watch Black Mirror if you haven't seen that yet. Watchmen has a slow well, the the most recent the Watchmen series on HBO is absolutely stunning. Uh the OA, that'll take you on a journey. That'll get you out of yourself a little bit. Marvelous Miss Maisel is super good. Marvelous Miss Maisel is is some of the coolest work around comedy that I've watched ever and it's like whip crack funny. It's it's really goddamn good. Yeah, Black Mirror would be a little rough to watch right now. Um, I wouldn't necessarily recommend it, um, you know. But if you're the kind of person that needs something that feels really near future to process what you're going through, Black Mirror is probably a great choice. Um, Mythic, Mythic Quest on Apple TV, I've been told. Kevin told me that they had an episode where they went to streamer con and like. Yeah, I just I know I need to watch it. Um, I like Hunters with Al Pacino. I haven't I haven't had a chance to watch that one yet. Um, the tomorrow Netflix has the Russo brothers, Chris Helmsworth action movie. Right, right. 
Um, <laughs> I love sex and robots is uh, is really good. <clears throat> so those are some those are some media recommendations. If you're looking for some some stuff, Westworld, obviously really good. You know, <clears throat> the movie Mr. Right. It's incredible. OK, The Expanse Seinfeld. What are some comedies, man? I Amy and I have been Amy and I have been trying to take in some more like, you know, comedy lightheartedness. You know, I feel like Seinfeld's been good. Letter Kenny's been good. Uh, Bert Kreschler, Chris D'Elia, and Tom Segura. Tom Segura's stand up had me like crying multiple times. We like had to pause that shit because I couldn't fucking couldn't stand talking anymore. Um, Archer Archer's great. If you haven't watched that, any Adam Sandler movies, great time to catch up his stand up solid too. Um, <laughs> uh, I haven't watched, uh, Isla Schlesinger's new, uh, sketch show, but if you say it's good, can't say I will watch it. Um, you can always go back, watch some whose line is it anyway? Who, whose line, whose line stands up? <laughs> uh, Super Troopers sketch shows good. All right. Uh, oh, Amy and I watched, uh, what was it? We watched, we watched Blow the Man Down. I think that was like an Amazon original. That was pretty good. Pretty solid. Fun little distraction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's solid. Okay. It looks like we got somebody in the in the waiting room here. So we're gonna we'll try and figure that out while we're doing this. Hello, Frost Whisperer. How are you? Oh, uh, I'm doing excellent. It is not recording you on my end, but that's fine. Max, if you're working on the MP3 audio right now, you're gonna need to pull it from the broadcast. Um, and I am sorry. Uh, <laughs> that I set that up wrong. I thought it was going to record your side, but it did not. Um, anyway, uh, now that that's out of the way, what can I do for you? So I just wanted to, uh, first off, uh, thank you for everything that you do. You've been the biggest inspiration to streaming I have. So thanks. Oh, thank you. That's very nice to say. <laughs> All right. So I have, uh, three questions. All right. Three questions is good. Okay, so the first one, so I've been streaming for off and on for about maybe about a year, but only recently I've been begun to devote, fully devote myself to it. So gotcha. what are some things that I can do to start growing my channel? Like right now? Yeah, um, yeah, I guess. Oh, yeah, that was good. Like the three, the, so, so like one, it's just doing the thing, right? Like the number one most important thing is actually starting and like, if you can right now, keeping a really consistent schedule is solid. Mornings is always better. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think, you know, consistent schedule, um, actually doing it. And then the the part that I think a lot of people miss is being active else other places on Twitch, like in the Twitch chats of, you know, people that you would like to, you know, maybe play with one day or communities that you like, uh, because doing that makes your name recognizable for people when they're mindlessly scrolling through everything. Right. Okay. That's uh that's actually a really big 
thing that I didn't even realize I was doing when I got started because I was in the speedrunning community and but I was in everybody's chat all the time and I was always talking. So people who saw me when I started streaming were like, oh, you're the fucking Professor Broman guy from What's His Nuts chat, aren't you? And I'm like, yeah, that's me. And they're like, ah, oh, cool. I didn't know you did this shit. Um, you know, so so there is there is absolutely something to being an active member of multiple communities on Twitch that you like in chat especially when you're starting because that is you know it's like if you want to be selfish it's free advertising space but the reality is you're showing by being a good member of chat that you are an individual that is worthwhile and worth interacting with and twitch is completely based on whether or not i want to watch this person play a video game and interact with them so you're you're helping build that identity and rapport like right from the beginning okay I only want, yeah, so like a, a good example of this is one of my moderators also streams and people like to go watch him because one, he's an incredibly valued member of chat and two, he's a great mod and he doesn't take any shit. So everybody's like, oh my God, I know him from Bromance chat. I would love, or like, you know, if someone finds him that way, they go, oh, holy shit, I know him. He's like a fucking hard ass and I like that. So I'm going to stick around and watch him. So and and like even right now, natively talking about this, this is free advertisement for him and his stream. Right. Just because I'm describing what's going on um, and you can create opportunities like that for yourself just by being awesome in chat. Right. All right. Yeah. OK, so my second question is, so I guess recently I'm finding it extremely hard to stay motivated when it comes to streaming so sure what are some things that i can do what is unmotivating fine? about it um i've been streaming uh consistently for maybe about two or three weeks now maybe more and i've seen little to no channel growth okay so i guess that's kind of discouraging me from doing it or yeah no, I, I understand. Well, I, I think that I think that the so the number one thing that tends to get people to feel frustrated in the beginning is like things aren't growing. Um and I think there's two ways to approach that. One, you have to be patient. Two, to actively engage in patience is difficult. So here's my strategy for that is there are things that are of equivalent value to like your channel growing that you can work on that you have control over like whether or not somebody decides to click into your channel has everything to do with like their mood that day what they ate whether or not they're having a shitty time like what like a trillion factors you don't control but you control you right so you can take that energy and every time you're like fuck this is frustrating you know you can remind yourself okay well there's something i can work on here so whether that's um trying to focus on being a little bit more entertaining every day or like refining the look of your stream a little bit every day, like f picking one thing and like just tweaking it until you really like it. You know, you could give yourself a new project every week. Um, and before you know it, you have a stream that you like better, that looks better, sounds better, whatever, or you feel like you're more entertaining or you understand interacting with chat better. And as you're growing as, you know, a person, you're being patient and you're generating more opportunity for yourself. Um, so like, that's how I try to engage in being like actively patient, especially about something I don't have control over. And I, I think that it is in general, a great way to approach 
any situation where you need to put a lot of time in, but it's incredibly chance-based, like streaming. You know. All right. For me, that's like trying out TikTok, which I did try out, and I kind of just really have a hard time wrapping my head around how to create there, so I've just sort of put it down, and I'm watching and trying to figure it the fuck out. Um, but, you know, you still try it out and be patient. Like, I'm not beating myself up because my TikTok's not growing right now. I'm, I actively understand what is happening and, like, why it's not growing. It's because I don't understand what's happening. I need to learn. I need to take time to do that. So that, that learning kind of never stops, regardless of what field you are in life. But here, I have experience, so that's my specific experience. Okay. Yeah. So then my first question, or, oh my God, third question. Dude, I was like, um, oh shit, he's got subsections. This is going to be dope. No, okay. Third question. <laughs> okay. So uh, this one might be a bit weird, but I feel that I am a bit boring. Ah, and shit. I, feel, <laughs> I definitely feel it might be one of the reasons why I'm seeing a lack of maybe or lack of people chatting. Okay. So is there a way that I can make myself a bit more fun? <laughs> no way. I think that you don't need to change anything about yourself to be successful. Um, regardless of what industry you're in, um, there are people of every personality type um, and every temperament that are successful. And I think it is about finding the the system of bringing out the parts of you that other people really enjoy which as if you were to ask my opinion about anyone they always tend to be the parts about us that that we ignore or that we might think aren't awesome like i'm super blunt and i can't stop telling jokes and i fucking i get a little angry too easily but literally everything i just described my chat would say i love all those things about bro man he doesn't take shit he gets a little angry and tells someone off, but like, who doesn't? And like, wh like, whatever. Like, these are things that I know people actively enjoy about me that I don't necessarily enjoy about myself. And even if they're things that I'm working on, um, the fact that I am genuinely who I am is what people connect with. Um, and so you're boring. Does that mean you're introverted? Does that mean you feel like you don't talk very much? What is yeah. it? You know, I mean, like, so who cares, right? Talking more is something you can work on. My my kind of blanket advice for talking on stream is make a little note, like a little tear off piece of notebook paper, like fine paper or something, or put a sticky note up on a part of your desktop that you can see on your monitor or like whatever. Um, and write down your 10 favorite things to talk about. And just talk about those 10 things like top to bottom as much as you can on like each subject and then move to the next. And when you complete the list, it'll probably be like four hours later, which is awesome because most people don't stay in your stream that long and you can start that topic list over and then you can have shit to talk about all day. Um, that is like my best hacked for, hack for it. Okay. But Again, I like that is how you can practice talking more. But if you're not an incredibly talkative person, that's going to be practice for like maybe you're refining the things that you say when you do speak. You see what I'm saying? 
like yeah. somebody like so and so doesn't talk very much but every time they talk it's fucking hilarious or it's really insightful or i learned something about the game right like and then that makes watching your stream feel like a lottery that's really exciting oh shit that person started talking like oh shit so and so said something what the fuck did they say like do you see how even talking less can become a hook you know yeah. it, it's it it's about just trusting who you are right and and then building on that all right yeah also plague someone said this in chat uh you obviously audio quality is the number one thing <laughs> if you're going to build or you're going to improve your setup in any way um putting money into audio first is usually the right thing to do i i i've been doing this long enough to feel like that's safe advice now <laughs> okay you know, um, yeah, which, by the way, that's not like a critique on your microphone. You actually sound really good. Um, oh, and there's okay. a whole bunch of audio processing software that's about to release that I think is really changing things. Um, uh, you know, like AI driven stuff. Discord just rolled out something called uh, what's it called? They call it uh, crisp K.R.I.S.P. That's uh, supposed to be like active noise suppression for people with bad microphones. Um but there's also going to be stuff that enhances low quality microphones to make them sound better by using the same technology. So like there's a whole lot of things to pay attention to there, but um, you know, audio, audio quality first before you leave. Uh, do you want to let everybody know where they can find you? Yeah, sure. So I'm uh, frost whisper over on Twitch. Uh, all one word. There's no H in whisper. Okay. And it's uh also frost whisper over at twitter all right awesome man thank you so much thank you i hope you have an awesome night you too those are good those are good starting streaming questions man the nvidia rtx audio thing yeah it's just like that um let's see what was this question uh it looked important uh, sorry for sorry for a deeper question. Don't apologize. That's the whole point of this, right? Uh, any advice about having a better mindset about yourself? Uh, liking yourself more. Uh, I feel happier about myself when I'm with my friends, but now that that's taken away, I don't really know what to do. Um, well, okay. So, like, that's a... That's really difficult, right? Um, You know, there's a lot of things there, and I'm not a psychologist, but, like, like Katze is saying, like, you could be more extroverted. Um, being around people is also a place where, like, my mind gets really quiet because it's so noisy. And, and like, I, like, when I'm around a big crowd, I feel like I have really clear thoughts. Um, and so that's been taken away. But when, when it comes to, like, dealing with self-esteem, um, which is something that I struggle with a lot uh, because of, my past and and what I've been through. And it took me a long time to realize I even had like self-esteem problems. Um, I was just like, no, everybody treats themselves like absolute garbage in their head all day. <laughs> Finger guns. Um, and, you know, my wife was the one who woke me up. It was like, actually, I actually think I'm pretty okay. Most of the time, like I'm, I'm pretty even keel. And I was like, fucking what? Um, and it, you know, waking up and realizing you know, that you, you need to work on it, I think is a huge part of it. Um, you know, obviously if it's a mental health thing, you should talk to a professional first, or if you feel like it's more of like, I actually would recommend talking to a mental health professional, even if you don't think anything's wrong. Um, 
But I, for me, when I am working on self-esteem stuff, uh, you know, I've read like <laughs> I've read a lot of books and I've heard a lot of people talk about self-esteem and none of it really connected with me. Because ultimately, my, my, my underlying problem was that I didn't know how to speak to myself in my head in a kind way. Um, and I discovered that because, like I said, I had a lot of really intense conversations with my wife. And I realized that this is like not something I should be doing to myself. And so I've been just trying to address that voice and go from there. I think it's all about, for me, it's been small manageable steps towards like getting better and not expecting everything out of myself every day. Um, like not realizing that, yes, you can work 18 hours a day and make everything perfect. But if you do that, you'll be so exhausted the next day you can't think straight. Um, you know, so teaching yourself that you have value. Um, and finding the things about yourself that you actually like. Um, you know, I got to, <laughs> I got to a place where it, it I, I had such low self-esteem that it was really hard to even talk about myself like I existed. Um, uh, it, like it became hard to even say facts about myself without being uncomfortable like I was bragging which isn't like that shouldn't be a problem for you if you're smart you should be able to say like yeah I think I'm pretty smart like not like a boastful shithead but like you should be able to say like yeah I'm smart like if you can deadlift 500 pounds you can be like yeah I'm a strong guy I'm a strong person um you know like you should be able to say things about yourself that that are facts you know um, and, and I became, I, I became incredibly uncomfortable with even saying things like, you know, that are important to like, look in the mirror and be like, I'm a nice looking person. Like I like, I appreciate the way that I look, or like, I am thankful for my body that I have that totally can move around. Right. Both my legs work, both my arms work, you know, <laughs> taking time to appreciate just what I did have and, and the parts of me that other people tell me matter. Which is kind of like all you have to go on in the beginning. Especially when your self-esteem shit. <laughs> um, imposter syndrome is very real. But remember experts are just people who do a thing a whole lot. That ain't fucking wrong. <laughs> um, You know, so so for me, it's it's been getting in my head and like trying to break break out these little pieces of of places where I'm uncomfortable, where I shouldn't be right. Like things that are positive, like saying like I got to a place where I felt like if I said, you know, I'm the charity director of an event that's raised ten million dollars for St. Jude. Like that still physically makes me uncomfortable to say. And that's weird. Like, that shouldn't be a weird thing for me to say, right? Um, But it is. Because, but it's the truth. Exactly. And that, when I realized that saying things that were true made me uncomfortable because it felt me, 
it felt like I was bragging, I realized that was a problem. Because what happens is that starts to trickle out of your head and you'll start to analyze other people based off of the same criteria. And and when you think that stating facts about yourself um, that are just true is bragging, then anytime somebody does anything similar, which people do a lot because people are happy with the things that they have and they like talking about the parts of themselves that they like because it's fucking normal. But to me, all that shit was like fucking fingernails on a chalkboard. I was like, look at all these motherfuckers. Like, that's not normal, right? It's not. <laughs> this is this is me being incredibly fucking honest. So I really hope that this helps someone. And my mind didn't operate in that mode all the time, but it would go there sometimes. And that doesn't that's not fucking helpful, right? To go back to our earlier conversation. If it's not helping me and everyone around me, it's not really useful. And that behavior wasn't useful. Um, so I've been correcting it. But that's what happens when those things go completely unchecked, right? When you're when you don't address these negative parts of yourself or the self-esteem parts of yourself. Um, and when you constantly depreciate your own value, shit gets weird. <clears throat> um, you know, it is tough. Uh, and I mean, I, I did have a lot of therapy when I was a kid. Right. So I still remember it, you know, when you get therapy, it's like somebody gives you a map of your brain when you, when you've done it enough, I guess. And this isn't like day one, but going through the process of therapy as a kid made me feel like I always had a map of my brain, um, where I could go to find the problem when it was happening, right? I'm angry. Oh, there, here's the angry part of my brain. Let's go there. Let's look at it and figure out what's wrong. I, I feel like I was given that uh, capability as a kid because of the therapy I went to. That's what I do when I'm approaching problems now. Um, and I don't know if that metaphor helps anybody. Um, but... But you have to remember that one of the best ways to deal with your emotions is finding a way to become the impartial observer of your emotions. And I learned this by watching, <laughs> observing Amy, my amazing wife, deal with me when I was being crazy, <laughs> right? When I was being nuts, she would be really objective with me. And I internalized that because it was just hitting me in the face every time we'd have conflict, right? Um, and, and then that voice got inside my head and it started pushing on things. Um, so being, becoming the impartial observer of your own mind is also very helpful. And that's a hard habit to do. I, I will visualize a memory of, of an experience and I will try to watch myself go through it. Um, and that, that's something I've been doing really recently that has been super helpful. Um, you know, like I, Amy and I had, uh, we were just both having a really fucking bad day, uh, last week and I didn't handle something the way that I really wished that I would have. Um, but I knew that immediately 
you know, and she was exhausted. So she just went to bed. <laughs> she was like, I can't help you right now. Like I'm tired. Um, and she was right. Like I was in a state where I needed to help myself. And usually a, an experience like that, if we had a fight like that, it would be, um, it would take me like weeks to get over it. And you know, last week it took me like two hours <laughs> because I went back through everything in my head and I asked myself questions about how I acted, which is not something I used to do. Um, accountability. <laughs> what could I do different? You know? So there's, you, there's so many tools that I, I, I have been picking up to tr and trying out <laughs> like in my head. How does this work? Um, throughout all of this and then I think that that's that's ultimately like what it ma what matters is with mental health or physical health or getting through this it's standing back up after you got knocked down or picking something else up after the thing that you just tried didn't work and I, that process of grabbing a new tool or waking up <laughs> the next day it can be really really exhausting um, but that's what moves you forward. You know, you can, <laughs> you can do it the wrong way a million times. You only have to do it the right way once. <clears throat> so, so that's, that's kind of the other side. That's like a little vignette <laughs> of of, I guess, my mental journey throughout all of this and what I've been going through. Um, I'm glad you asked, too. I wasn't really sure how to open that conversation up, Tyler. And um, you asked the right question. So thank you um, <laughs> for myself and everyone who's ever going to listen to this for the absolutely phenomenal question. Um, yeah. So, you know... I guess to put a bow on the self-esteem thing is so dealing, realizing that I didn't have awesome self-esteem is a very, very, very new <laughs> development for me, uh, mentally. Um, and I, I didn't realize how much it affected other parts of my life. Um, and how, how it made me, <laughs> it made me feel like the wrong side of a magnet for people's emotions. Like it would just go away. <laughs> I like I was like sure and, like like my brain was just like it couldn't accept anything and I wanted it to um but I realized it was like I couldn't I was having trouble accepting who I was and I needed to do that before I could accept anything from anyone else right especially if it's about me um yeah so that's that I definitely was not <laughs> sorry i touched my face and it's allergy time now i definitely was not expecting to talk about that tonight <laughs> but um but i'm glad uh i'm glad that we did <laughs> uh so what did we cover tonight uh streaming uh media recommendations <laughs> empathy uh life crash course huh <laughs> I 
I think that we're all going to come out of this fundamentally transformed into something else. Each and every one of us. I think that I think that what we're going through is changing us and um, what we as the individual, what you as the individual have right now is an opportunity to say yes to taking charge of that change, right? That's kind of what I did. I realized, uh, like, I guess two weeks in, I was like, okay, well, everything is going to change for me after this. I don't know how it's going to change after this, but it's going to change after this. And I need to grab hold of what whatever this change is, and I want to master it. I want to be in charge. Um, so it is, it is something I would recommend we all try to do. <laughs> um, and whether that change is you finally saying, yes, it's okay to sleep in bed all day if I need to, or that change is, you know, you finally starting that thing you want to start. It doesn't matter. The change that you're going to make is going to be individual and unique to you, but you might as well be in charge of it. You know. You know. Uh, oh, yeah, there's a little friend. We got a, we got a Morcus over here. Hello. Hey, Morcus. <laughs> What's up, bud? How's it going? It's, um, it's going, man. Uh, so I had uh, a... This has been a question that's been on my mind for a while. Okay. Um. And it involves uh, streaming. Sure. Uh, uh, so how would you go around basically uh, finding... Because the thing is, because um, obviously, you know, we all played Final Fantasy VII Remake. And, sure. uh, you know, uh, and it was a huge, like, hyped game and stuff like that. Um, but how would, during, like, lulls of, like no games coming out and stuff like that how do you decide like what to stream during those lulls um do you like base it off of you know because the, the, the one thing that i don't like doing is looking at metrics and right. i know it's a huge like important thing that you, yeah. you should like you should look at you know but for me i it's like i just I just don't care about that type of stuff i just want to play what i want to play sure. but i know that that also can affect a lot of yeah. other things because i also want people to watch and enjoy and stuff like that but like how do you how would you go around uh playing a game or choosing a game to stream during like big lulls of like nothing is coming out yeah um so that's uh i have to sneeze yeah go for it <laughs> okay god i didn't know so i told you because i didn't know if that was going to be a 15 second wait uh or a right away because it fair. felt like a long wait, and I was like, I'm about to, like, ice Morcus for, like, 15 seconds, and he's going to be like, what the fuck did I do wrong? Um, so, yeah, I wanted to make sure that you knew I was going to sneeze. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's all good. And then apparently every reason behind it as well. Uh, so, <laughs> anyway, uh, you want to, so, so as anyone knows, like, it doesn't matter what creative profession you're in, you're going to hit mm -hmm. a lull. Like streaming, it's kind of super obvious because we we thrive on producing content based on other people's content, right? Absolutely. So it's like natural. But like artists, you know, of any kind go through this. Like it's a dry spell, right? Where they they mm -hmm. feel like they can't get inspired. And I I really associate the way I approach streaming with being inspired, right? Like mm -hmm. speedrunning inspired me to mm -hmm. make the world a better place. So I wanted to start 
streaming it and doing it and and then you know it inspired me to be better and be faster and all this other stuff and and all of that was like the engine that that drove my stream mm-hmm. um which and it also like it, it also respectfully got my mind um as far as like oh this is how the streaming world works set up a little bit wrong because that's a microcosm of how things work in general right mm-hmm. uh so there were never really were content lulls right mm-hmm. uh for a year and a half and then destiny came out and that shit was banging popping <laughs> hot for like you know the first like nine months it was out yep. and then i experienced my first lull and i was like what the fuck is this and i was like <laughs> I don't care about anything right now. This is like, and this is three years into my streaming career at this point, right? Yeah. I thought I was, I thought that, like, I mean, I went through points of time where I was like, this was a mistake from the fucking beginning. This was, (laughs) I have been riding some sort of dopamine high and it finally wore off. And what the fuck, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I, so, so uh, that was a really jarring experience to me. That was my first lull. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I have learned to do is you I I run a lot of things on feelings. Big fucking mm-hmm. surprise. Um, yeah, because it's the only way that I know how to engage in being playful and fun. Like I can't like calculatingly craft a joke like I'm not that fucking guy. Um, mm-hmm. So I play something that I feel with if, if there's a lull. What I try to do is I play something that I am already connected with okay that i can entertain people with in a unique way so like last year around this time there was a lot going on we replayed um earthbound Mm -hmm. and i got to share that whole experience with everyone and it was awesome and i was really engaged with streaming it i woke up every day and i was really excited to do it um and it was an awesome break the the primary question is what do you do to balance that impulse mm-hmm. whatever your creative impulse is i told you mine you know what yours is yeah um or if you don't you should figure it out uh yeah <laughs> uh so you, you feed whatever drives that creative impulse and the lull and um i think before i would say you know you really need to balance that with your main game um but now i feel like the whole main game thing is very yeah it definitely works still um but there are so many more established communities now that I think yeah. it's more. I think you could play it that way or like long term, you play it with like these are this is the group of streamers that I stream with and you mm-hmm. all just come up together like so many people have that story because if you're 10 guys that all have 10 viewers and you all play together all the time, well, eventually. One day, everyone's going to be offline except one, mm-hmm. and that person's going to have 100 viewers, right? Like, because everyone's just, oh, shit, so-and-so's on. No one else is on. It's fucking my guy. I'm going to watch this guy. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly, like, that person pops off, and then the other person pops off. Like, there's a lot of different ways to, like, play it um, for growth. Uh, the other yeah. is, the other is, you have, uh, you know, so many different games that you can play. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, for me, it's like, okay, well, I want to play something I'm connected with. That doesn't necessarily mean it's something I've already played. It could be something I've always wanted to play. Um, yeah. Which has bit me in the ass a few times. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm like, oh, I want to play this. Then I'm like, oh, God, I'm miserable. <laughs> yeah. um, hey, T-Rex Raiders, what's up? Um, 
So I'll go like, oh, shit, I'm miserable, right? And, and then mm-hmm. you have to turn it around. But yeah, I, I think that picking stuff in lulls, for me, it's about feeding your creative impulse and then out of that trying to figure out what the growth is instead of putting growth first, right? Mm-hmm. Because everybody knows when it's time. Like, there's easy ways to make growth first decisions, right? Like, there's, yeah. there's you, know, you play the new game when it comes out, which is like rolling the dice, like maybe I'll pop. I don't know. Yeah. Um, or there's the the tried and true strategy of starting with a smaller community and building your channel there and then slowly building your channel into larger and larger communities on Twitch, which has worked for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, you know, folks know how to make those kind of decisions. I, I think that when you when it's a lull when there's not a lot going on, it's really when you have the chance to like hone your creative edge at, at what mm-hmm. you like to do. Okay. I hope that was a good answer. No, that was yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um so I, I just thought of a second question. That's great. Follow-ups are awesome. They're my favorite. Uh, so I have this uh, this thing that I do on stream where uh, I like to start games, but I never go back and finish them. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which I feel like is a problem with a couple people. Okay. You know? uh, and, um, and, you know, you just kind of feel bad, you know, because uh, you're sure. having fun with the game. But then, you know, say like another game that you were excited for comes out. Yeah. And you just feel that, you know, you've you you're just kind of done with that game yeah but you're not in a way uh-huh. um how um i guess it's a really hard phrasing to 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 say this question because like no it's, uh, you're getting there uh, I, I'm, I mean yeah uh how like do you find the motivation to like i, I obviously because i'm not sure if you've ever like happened to you as well but how would you go like find motivation to go back to a game that you haven't played for say like a year right like because like for me it's like i i i i made the dumb decision to start persona 5 Uh and when final fantasy was coming out in like two days you know sure and and now it's like i don't have that drive to go back to playing persona anymore so i'm like oh maybe if i start another game i'll i'll you know, I'll end up liking this one and we'll continue with this one. And, yeah. you know, Persona will be on the back burner for a little bit. But, you know, sometimes I'll, you know, I'll do that and then I'll end up not wanting to play that game anymore. Sure. And then I'll, you know, so, so I, I find myself continuously like switching games a lot. Right. And so, how do I like stop that? Sorry. How do I stop that? Well, maybe you don't need to. Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's just you're figuring things out right now. Um, mm-hmm. You could also program around it, right? Like you can be like, "All right, well, every Saturday is finish the fucking game Saturday with Morcus," <laughs> and uh, I played two days of Persona, and now we're gonna fucking play it every Saturday till it's goddamn done. Fuck it, uh, you know, like you know what I mean? Like, and you yeah. can make it a whole like let's roast this game type situation if you're not enjoying it, but you feel obligated to finish it, right? Yeah. Um, you know, I-, I think that there's fun ways to reengage with old content. Um, okay. The, and I, again, like it's, you can create something really unique around it. Um, yeah. instead of, instead of it just being like, well, I'm sorry guys, let's start this again. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, so it's like, uh, again, it's creative, it's creative, uh, expression. Like I know Kevin, mm-hmm. Kevin used to have a finish the damn game day. I don't know if he still does. If he does, I'm an ass and I don't know. And I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but like there, there's a lot of ways to re-engage with content or you can just leave it. Like there's some games that I haven't finished on stream and that's mm-hmm. fine. Um, and I, 
And uh, I mean, like, Morcus is the master at edging people with games, is what someone said in chat. If yeah, that's, that's the see, case, yep. you should definitely make an edging emote. I... <laughs> oh, my God. That. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Again, highlight the piece of parts of your personality that you might yeah. not necessarily like, but people, people <laughs> recognize and, and yep. can't help but like. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it could be like, you know, the. It could be the, oh, what is that thing? The uh, Ditto Ammonite. Yeah, it could be the Ditto Ammonite, like, uh, like almost there. Like, uh, like, like peeking, really. Like peeking over the edge. Yeah, like peeking over the edge, like really stressed out. Like fucking what's behind <laughs> this this door, right? Like, oh, like, that's perfect. like super edging, right? Um, oh, man. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so right, like there, there are, there's always like a creative way to approach the problem. Absolutely. And, and I think that that the more you can build that into sort of the whole process mm -hmm. um, of of what your stream is, yeah. uh, it, it's like a top to bottom. Like, you know, it's a top to bottom fix, right? Like, yeah. I don't like my schedule right now. All right, well, let's get creative with it. Like, let's do some weird shit. What if we yeah. switched it to only overnights or like, you know, mm -hmm. every morning from 3 a.m. to noon? Mm -hmm. and just see how i feel about it like i'm 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 a big fan of when you feel like this is more like if you're personally in a rut with yeah. how things are going to just do something absolutely fucking stupid just for the sake of doing something stupid and be like yeah all right well i'll learn something you know my old go-to was a 24-hour stream i can't do that anymore that's fucking no, stupid and yeah. i hate it and it hurts yeah it hurts my body so much yep i know that feeling uh yeah okay this is a good follow-up sorry again i got a little rambly no but... absolutely no it, it, that that helped immensely because i i've always wanted to do like you know day things where it's like oh today's like oh finish this fucking game you know um but i felt that um like i don't know why but i had this like mentality of well so many other streamers have done that so it wouldn't ah. be you know creative enough you know what i mean yes and yes and i know I what like that I means be... <laughs> very deeply yeah go ahead yeah and I, I just i just feel like i would be stepping on toes when those toes necessarily aren't there right and and it just it's one of those things where like i feel like i would basically be copying you know and i don't want to do that and right but at the same time i'm streaming games that like are new and everything and it's yeah. like well i'm guaranteed to not get viewers <laughs> because like people are always going to watch the big name streamers stream mm. those big new releases sure but not to say like you know oh you shouldn't play those games or anything like right. that because absolutely if you if you are interested in a game fucking play it yeah but i feel that you know with the whole like day things where it's like oh today's like retro wednesday you know and you know we're gonna play retro games i feel like that's been done a lot of times and uh -huh. i feel like i don't know why i have that mentality no like, i'm, this, oh, I'm so right saturated. there i'm yeah. right there with you um so yeah. you actually you actually i think i obsess about this question mm -hmm. um so it's a great fucking question first so how how do i do something original when there's so many people mm -hmm. and like um you're gonna get inspired from the stuff you consume and then like what do you mm -hmm. do to make sure it's not copying except on anyone's toes here's mm -hmm. here's my blanket statement about this um, in general, and this is again something I'm trying to learn to uh, like really accept myself on a fundamental level. Mm -hmm. Like streaming is an art form; all mm -hmm. art is derivative, which means it comes from somewhere. So your obsession, again, this is what I tell myself. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, no. So the obsession to externalize it, so it's not like I'm yelling at you. 
the the obsession with making sure that that copying doesn't happen is stupid as shit. <laughs> okay. Right. Um. You know, like how many different like like is every drawing of the human body is derivative of like the mm-hmm. first drawing anyone has ever seen. Right. Um. Anything you say on stream. Um. Anything that you say on stream is is something someone else has probably said for like uh, said before a point of analysis someone else has maybe already said but that doesn't mean that you don't deserve to say it Mm -hmm. and it doesn't mean that people don't deserve to hear your voice say it right okay um so i i think that like yes like everybody does retro wednesday and everybody does like whatever like if that's how you're Mm -hmm. feeling right everybody does x Mm -hmm. well there's also the chance that maybe everybody does that because it works and because it's something that really connects with their community and would really connect with your community too, and maybe even invite new people in. Mm-hmm. Um, the Twitch has this novelty problem that I would mm-hmm. I would call it in my head because when it first came out, everything was novel and new, and people were really vicious about anything that they thought was like stealing, um, mm-hmm. right? Like I had a sub count on my stream, and now you have sub count on your stream, you fucking thief! And it's like, yeah. wait. Uh, we all have those. Like I, like I, I remember when I put up alerts for something, and they're like, "Oh, you use the same alert system as so and so? Copy much?" Oh, and I was man. like, "I was like, there's two. <laughs> there are two options, and this I, is the one that didn't make my head hurt." I um, remember when people were talking about like when green screens were becoming a thing, exactly right? like that, where it's like, "Oh, this person uses a green oh, screen." Oh, now well, you're, you're on a green co- yeah. screen, and when mm-hmm. my and when my green screen went away, oh, no green mm-hmm. screen anymore, yeah. huh? You're yeah. joining the no green screen crowd. That's like right. it's a fucking right. like it's a mm-hmm. fucking tribe. All of yeah. that, that's a fucking scam. That's yeah. Okay, no, I mean like that's like yeah. no, absolutely. like I love. I recently discovered and love that phrase. Like everything's yeah, a scam. Compl- yeah, and and that's a sense. scam, especially with art. When like people talk about originality, we all know what fucking direct copying looks like. We know yeah. what it feels like, and you're a conscientious person like me, so you know what it feels like to copy, and you don't mm-hmm. want anyone to think that you felt that feeling and then fucking and then and that people but like that feeling isn't mm-hmm. copying. Like if I. If if I saw somebody say, you know, this joke and I repeat that joke and I'm like, that's their joke. Awesome. They have credit. If I take that joke and refine it, rework it and make it my own joke, you could tell that joke without being like, this is so and so's joke. The same way that, like, you know, you can paint a portrait of a beautiful woman and no one's going to be like, nice Mona Lisa ass fuck. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, like nice yeah, Mona absolutely. Lisa, you gigantic sack of shit. <laughs> like, like, go yeah. back to, you know, go back to fucking you know, like wherever you're from, like Da Vinci already mm-hmm. did it. Right. Um, you know, plagiarism on Twitch. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I, I think that I think that everyone's intention should be to define their voice. Right. Especially Absolutely. when it comes to being creative. Part of that is literally taking like a concept and saying, how do I say this? Like, mm-hmm. like. If I say terrifying monster, you and I have a different fucking picture in our head, right? Mm-hmm. Both of our channel mascots could be a terrifying monster. <laughs> yeah. But that doesn't mean that we're copying each other. If yours is Agreed, fucking Cthulhu yeah. and mine's Satan, it's not like <laughs> yeah. you fucking co- like so. So like just because you see something, someone else doing something doesn't mean that you can't transform it into something that does truly belong to you. Um, okay. So, 
my yeah like so yeah, that's my advice <laughs> that's I, it. no i seriously appreciate it that that this helped immensely yeah i think about i've thought about it a lot and like i told you like <laughs> i still i don't have mastery of that part of my head yeah. yet right like i'm still fighting that fight um but but yeah getting when you are trying to be creative getting hung up and getting really worried about copying mm -hmm. you shouldn't because if you are really there to create and you see yourself copying and what you're doing, you'll fucking hate it and you'll change it mm -hmm. because you go, you'll go, oh, wait, that's exactly what they did. And that's not who I am. So I can't fucking do that. And then you'll yeah. change it. Right. Um, so, you know, don't worry so much about copying. Worry more about engaging in like what you're trying to get out of it. Awesome. Yeah. I appreciate you yeah. to death, man. Thank you for the incredible question. Yeah, absolutely. Anytime. Uh, you want to let everybody know where they can find find all of what you do on the internet? Uh, uh, sure. Uh, you can find me at twitch.tv forward slash Morcus Borcus. Uh, nice. You can also find me on Twitter at the exact same name, Morcus Borcus. Nice. Chat, Morcus Borcus. Do it. Thank you. Do it. Everybody. Podcast. Do it. <laughs> Thank you, <laughs> Bye, guys. man. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's a heady conversation about creativity, chat. Like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of depth there, and uh, we don't have to like <laughs> plumb all of the depths. But I do think that it's really, really, really important um, when when you are creating that you try, you do, <laughs> you you do try to figure out how to say the same thing as someone else, but differently. You know. We all use the exact same fucking words to talk. <laughs> um, so it's <laughs> so it's really important when you're when you're trying to be creative, to try and free yourself of that impulse of like copying or feeling like you're copying and focus more on. I really, really liked what this person did, said, drew, made, sung. How do I evoke that same emotion, thought? feeling uh sentiment with my voice and i i really don't think that answering those questions honestly is going to cause you to create something that's a direct copy unless your intent is to lampoon the concept and then you create a direct copy and the art is your explanation of why <clears throat> which is a thing uh <laughs> Uh, Katze, how are you? Hey, Ben. How are you? I am wonderful. I hope you're doing well. I am doing well. Awesome. Um, one of the questions that I've wanted to ask of not only you, but a lot of other content creators okay. is that um, now that we're in this like unprecedented novel kind of event that the world is going through together. Yes. A lot of content creators have been talking about how they feel a responsibility to uh, provide entertainment to folks. Yes. To provide like a safe space for people. But something that a lot of folks haven't asked or haven't stated is how it is that they're looking after their own mental health while they do that for people. So what is it that you're doing to look after yourself while you're providing this space for so many other people? Right. Um, right, right. So we talked a little, I guess I talked about what I was doing in a general sense during the quarantine, like at the beginning of the podcast. Um, but so specifically, what am I doing for my mental health? Um, right. I just want to make sure that I 
I got the question. Yep. Okay. I want to make sure I answer it's the right. Doing to it's what you're doing to protect yourself. Cause like a lot of, a lot of folks who are content creators and providing these like community spaces for folks are like, they're acting very selflessly, but I, I worry that some folks are not taking care of themselves enough right. during this time. So okay. I just wanted you to share your strategies on how you were dealing with that. Right, right, right. Okay, cool. I'm glad I asked that for clarification. All right. So, um, this is actually something I've been thinking about a lot, obviously, surprising fucking no one. Um, like, uh, the responsibility, right? Like, um, everybody who has a job has, like, their job comes with responsibilities, right? And, uh, you know, if you're a fry cook, your responsibility is to make sure there's fries. If you're a comedian, your responsibility is to make sure that there's jokes. Um, and if you're a streamer, your job is to make sure that there's a stream, right? Um, so, since I have the the blessing to have a dream job and and I can still do it right now I feel a very heavy level of response this is like defining the responsibility like because I feel like it's important I feel like I have a really heavy responsibility to do my best every day um because I realize that there are people who are watching probably people who are watching or listening to this right fucking now somewhere that that are going through it and I don't want to drag my shit into their shit um so I actually um I actually started doing something for the stream that I didn't I tried not to do before. And that's like, I really try to not, um, I really try to not delve super deep every day into like what's going on. Uh, and usually I wouldn't avoid that as much. Uh, and we've still had like really good discussions on stream. Um, but like, I usually just talk about what I'm thinking about. And uh, if I'm super honest, I'm thinking about what's going on every second of every day. And it's very stressful. <laughs> so so I had to change some of my behaviors on the front of how I even approached entertaining. Um, so I feel like I got a little bit of a jump on. Um, I said, like, OK, I know I'm going to change that, which means I know I'm going to be more stressed. So I really, really need to make sure I'm going to make time to deal with that stress, like however it manifests itself. Cause I have no fucking idea. I've never, I've never like walked up to the faucets in my head and like shut one off. If that makes any sense. So mm -hmm. I didn't know how that was going to change things downstream. Um, so one of the things that I started doing was yoga because I knew that pain affects me a lot and I was going to be sitting more. So I needed to proactively address that issue you know so I didn't since I started quarantine I for my mental health I purposefully made sure like that I exercise three times a week more like more more regimented I guess than I ever have been like I was like I have to do this like there was a couple of nights where I did it at like 10 o'clock where I was like if I don't do this I'm gonna start I'll start falling apart um so I've been doing that for my mental health and that helps a lot. Um, the other thing that I've been doing is I have been trying to give myself a break. And I know that sounds kind of dumb, but uh, I, I usually try to hammer on myself when I'm streaming, like <laughs> be more entertaining, wake up, be more entertaining, pay attention. Um, and over the past, uh, I guess three weeks in particular, I've really sort of just tried to let that um, that driving force in my head turn off a little bit because I I realized that 
part of, you know, not just saying whatever's on my mind all the time means that, you know, I'm going to have less energy over a long extended period of time, like streaming, uh, where I have to be continuously conscientious and active and, and reading the things that people are saying. So I've, um, you know, I've sort of backed off on that. I, I, I have a mental goal for myself every day of, of, um, anytime I turn on the stream, I want to do eight hours and, um, you know, I will, I will do the absolute best show I possibly fucking can for four of those hours. And I don't know which four they're going to be, um, you know, uh, but I'm going to, I'm going to like, that was the goal that I set for myself, um, is, is I'm going to do that. And then I am going to take the other four hours and I'm just going to kind of accept what they are. Um, and like whatever chat's going to do is chat's going to do. And, and we're going to play whatever the fuck we want, regardless of, you know, what the numbers might be, uh, because that's, that will allow me to keep a level headspace outside of streaming. Um, so I did that. Um, and, and that's to say like, that's a framework, right? Like there are definitely days where I wake up and I'm like, I'm banging on all cylinders. Like, and it's fucking not even, uh, <laughs> like it's not even a problem, right? Like I'll, I'll like eight hours, great high energy, no problem. But the days where I'm really dragging, it's it's a it's a bar that I can hold myself to, right? So that I don't give in to give all the way into like despair. <laughs> I'm glad that you're that you're kind of like obliquely referring to being like gentle on yourself at this time, because one of the main challenges that I'm having, like as a manager, and sure. uh, like what I do in as a day job i'm in the federal public service i work for health canada so we're very busy right now as you can imagine and one of the things that i'm trying to do is to ensure that my employees know that i'm not expecting top tier performance from them and yeah. i'm seeing i'm seeing some streamers who are because of this whole sense of like responsibility to their viewers and their communities i worry about them burning themselves out so i'm yeah. glad that you're that you're talking in terms of you know being gentle on yourself and being reasonable about your expectations but at the same time trying to like push yourself to perform well um, yeah. I think that like you had spoken earlier about how the world's going to be fundamentally changed yeah. um, when we come out the other side of this. And one of the big things that I see as a positive coming out of this, and we've already been doing this like in the Twitch communities for a long time, is this conversation about mental health, this conversation yeah. about professional burnout, like how it is that we can manage people in a way that's more empathetic. Like I think that's that might be one of the big side the side effects yeah. of us going through this collectively. Well, that's, I'm, it's interesting that you bring that up as like, as a manager. Um, cause that's also something I do, right? <laughs> like mm -hmm. I have, yeah. I don't, I don't know how many like direct reports you have, but like, you know, we have rare drive. We have employees like we full-time part-time, like, um, and something that I've tried to be really conscientious about, um, is like, you know, obviously there's always going to be problems and you have to address them and correct them. Um, but one of the things I'm trying to do more now is anytime something goes wrong, I try to build structure around it so that everybody knows exactly what has to happen. Um, because I feel like that's extra important right now. I, I can feel 
in some ways there's like an intuitive business part of myself that is just turned off right now because of my lack of like moving around all the time like spatial triggers for our brain right like i am in this place i am doing this job i remember these things like this is this is how we do things right so like the fact that i'm not going to every wednesday we're not having our business meeting before the jam which is basically three hours of me kevin tim and Corey remembering what we've been wanting to say to each other for a fucking week um (laughs) even though we had can text or dm each other anytime we always forget right because that's just the nature of things Um, so those little instinctive triggers aren't there. And so I am missing things. I see other people missing things and like, obviously everything needs to be addressed. Um, but I think it's about like, for me, it's, I try to be really direct and like address the problem and say like, this is, this is it. Here's what we can do to fix it. Let's do this. Um, and that's it. And then fucking move on to the next thing because like everyone is stressed the shit out (laughs) and, and, and I'm I'm really just trying to, from a management perspective, I just want everything to work, um, and I'm willing to do like what it takes to get it to work right now, as as frustrating as it might be, because I know that everybody is going through a really hard fucking time, um, and it's it's that balance between being like really conscientious, and really um, uh, understanding, like like I understand everything's going on, but like also we need to make sure that work and business continues. Like it's fucking tough, right? Um, but I, I think it is incredibly important to be, and you use the word gentle. I think it is important to be gentler on ourselves right now, because if everything's changing on the other side, like you're going to need to be malleable to fit into whatever is next. Right. Like I, like there's not going to be a cookie hole punch of your life waiting for you at the end of this. It's going to be something a little bit different. And you might as well start (laughs) prepping the clay now, like, you know, get some water in there and start to open things up because you don't want to run into it and like crack open. Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, I think that a lot of us, whether we're management professionals or not, have really been challenged in finding new ways to work. And um, like you said, being malleable, being adaptable and um, providing whatever service it is that we provide to people for you. It's like you're providing a community and a safe space and entertainment and content and all of these other things. And for me, I'm providing a like a service to Canadians. And I think we both we both have um, we both should be proud of what it is that we're providing to folks. I agree. (laughs) So, yeah. I it's um it's really interesting because I I feel I feel like one of the things that has come out of all this is everybody um everybody is very conscious of their responsibility um and what role they filled um you know in society <laughs> like it was like a shock because when we all have to stop doing what we're doing we realize what we were doing right <laughs> like the whole Absolutely. tapestry is completely pulled back. And you see you see why you need all of the things that sort of exist. At least I hope that this is the awakening that, that people are seeing. And, and if you're listening to this podcast, take a minute and think about this at the end about about how you fit in with everything. Um, but, you know, I used to kind of depreciate my own profession a little a profession a little bit uh, because I, I realize entertainment is is um, 
what's well, it's one of the more it's like higher up on the ladder of things that people absolutely have to have right i was like well you know like what are you gonna do like you're gonna see a movie or you're gonna fucking you're gonna you know like build a house like what are you gonna do um but i i've realized more throughout all of this i've kind of seen the history of there's always been people that that their job was to entertain everyone else because i we need that we need play um and we need moments where we we just fully engage with something else that isn't isn't the reality around us or with a new set of rules like you know playing sports or something or doing improv um and it's it's really incredible to see how how much we all need everything yeah and it's also been very interesting to see like i'm a knowledge worker right so yeah. i've been i've been in this kind of policy sort of um landscape for a long time that's yeah. how i work in my career but this this whole situation that the world finds itself in it's been a, an amazing opportunity to celebrate so many professions that hadn't gotten any celebration before oh yeah like like the folks who you know bring us our groceries and provide us food and trades yeah. people and delivery drivers like all of these all of these people that they weren't getting like the props that they deserved and they are like just as poor as important as the folks who provide yeah. us entertainment yeah I, I think every person who's at home probably misses um every single person that worked at their favorite restaurant <laughs> and hopefully by proxy you can realize that you should probably feel that way about everyone at every restaurant that you went to like that's somebody who took time out of their day to cook you food and serve it to you. But I pay for it. You sure do, because that's how goods and services work. But that doesn't mean that their job is thankless because you're paying them. You're paying them because it's something you don't want to fucking do. And right now you have to do it. And a lot of people are realizing that cooking every fucking meal yourself kind of fucking sucks sometimes. Mm -hmm. It's it is a choice that we have been able to not make for a very long time. Um, but now that you got to cook all your own food, you start to miss the restaurant a lot. You start to see its utility and its necessity, you know, like if restaurants weren't around, you need to take a business trip. You would have had to pack five days of food, right? Like, so there's, there's just, I hope that everyone is realizing how important it is that to do what you do and, and whatever, and what everyone else does is equally important. Um, because it all works together. It's all part of like this fucking tapestry <laughs> of of what makes our whole world work. And appreciating everyone is like a key part of that. Well, I don't have any more questions, but thank you for giving me the opportunity to chat with you. This oh, has been fun. You you're a goddamn delight. <laughs> <laughs> you're 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 great, Katze. I appreciate you in chat and on voice and all the time. Thank you for working hard uh, as well, you know, to, to keep people healthy and in the space that you're in. And uh, I, I always want to offer, do you have any, anything that you'd like to promote or shout out or talk about? <clears throat> um, no, not really. But if you're looking for pictures of my dog, you okay. can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at cat California and very rarely I will stream on Twitch, <laughs> but I can mostly be found in chats. There you go, chat. Found in chat. 
Have a good one. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Um, it's a good discussion. It's very good. We've had a really, really, really good discussion tonight. I got one more person here. This will be our last one because I got to go eat. Uh, <laughs> Zidanius, how are you doing? He is muted. Um, while, while Zidanius is figuring it out, they are muted. I don't know who this is or how they identify yet. I'm working on that chat. I'm trying to work really hard on that. Um, oh shit. I'm in the wrong channel. My bad. No mic. Oh, no worries. What type your question in chat then? <laughs> um, if you had a question, if not, we can, we can wrap it up. No big deals. I feel like we covered a lot of stuff today. Um, I, I liked everything that we got a chance to talk about because it's sort of been, it's been what I have been digesting, uh, mentally. Um, there's a lot going on. Um, I, I don't claim to be handling all of it. Great. I hope that you got that from tonight. Um, but I, as always, I do, I do have a process and I like to share whatever my process is right now, because at the very least I can give you that next tool that you're going to pick up and try on your problem. Um, so Danny has said, I would just like to say this chat's fucking awesome. It's carried me through a lot of the last 60 days and I appreciate you for it. Yeah. Thank you. Chad, thank you for watching. Um, as always, uh, I appreciate it. If you're listening on the podcast, please, please, please share this with somebody who you thought about, <laughs> whoever you thought about while you were listening to this, um, just send it their way. If you want to rate and subscribe, that's dope too. But most importantly, please just share this with somebody who you think will find it valuable. Um, and we'll talk to you next time. Thank you. Podcast. Goodbye. Audio. You're great.